0: Hey, Mark, do you want to get high? How high? Like
1: 44th floor high? You're a cruel, cruel man, Ryan Crawford. Presents Chacho, live from AG HQ. I'm your host, Mark Williamson, and joining me is Ryan, Special Comments Crawford. How are you, buddy? I'm
0: really good, Mark. How are you? I'm
1: pretty good. I've, I've had a big week. Have you? I well, I wouldn't say conquered a fear. I, I I met a fear head on.
0: You met a fear head on? Yeah. But you didn't conquer it? No. Well, so the fear won?
1: No. <laughs> it kind of did. It, I'm still... F- basically, I've got a lot of... My top three fears are death is number one. Yes. Spiders and, 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 number unless, two. and
0: let's just say that's rational. That's not a phobia. Yeah. Fear of death is a pretty rational thing. Yeah, I thing. think it's pretty. Yeah, I've yeah. got a lot
1: to do before I die. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, spiders is number two.
0: Yes, I know about your spider phobia. Yeah, a yep. lot of people do know yep. about yep. that. Have yep. I
1: called you yet to get rid of a. Actually, touch wood. We're in the. <laughs> like, my new. I've been in this apartment for three or four months now. Yeah. Touch wood, I haven't seen a spider.
0: Yeah, no. Not
1: no. even Daddy Longlegs. Yeah, right. So I'm, I'm... Although it's been the winter months, hasn't it? But that's what normally they normally come in when it's rainy. We had a bit of rain a couple of weeks. Ago. Normally at the old place, Edward Street, yeah. which was just a spider. I think in ten years we had about probably about ten spiders. So yeah. it's an infestation. <laughs> um, <laughs> ten spiders in
0: in ten years. Yeah. But to great. me,
1: it's like normally rainy day, spider will come in Yeah, and they just sit in the middle of the wall as if so. Just keep them dry, man. To me, that's normally like, it's war. It's a declaration of war. Yeah, yeah. There, um, it's trespass. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, they're, they're but, but it wasn't spiders. It was heights. Yeah, you only just told me recently you're f- afraid of When fright. I say heights, I'm not afraid, Like like, I'm on... This this apartment's on the third store second or third story yeah. it doesn't matter yeah. I'm looking out there I'm fine yeah but you get me up I think once we hit the fifteenth floor of any building and yeah. I get a little bit oh I don't like this so, I
0: don't so what happens Do you get like dizzy vertigo stuff or? I get
1: just that sense of my mind starts wandering starts remembering every single nine eleven conspiracy <laughs> show I've heard of <laughs> yeah. you know I start going. Is this a metal-based building or is it a concrete, concrete base? Yeah. I need to know, damn yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to know. But then I just... Because I did
0: hear... Uh, you're obviously referring to that thing. I heard that with 9-11, there were like analysts who were saying uh, that if that actually happened in a, in, a, in an Australian building, that not wouldn't, wouldn't have anywhere near the same effect in terms of damaging and falling over because... Like, it obviously do a lot of damage to the building, mm. but because ours, ours are kind of made out of concrete, not mostly well, made out of steel. I heard
1: yeah. like I heard this too. Like, the, the twin... T- and this is... Straight off the bat, declaration, I'm not a 9-11 conspiracy theorist. Yeah. I believe plain... And I genuinely, if you're a 911 conspiracy theorist, I either think A, you're a fuckwit, or B, you're a pothead.
0: Yeah. Either or. One of, one of the two. A truther, but the whole... They're called yeah. truthers, yeah.
1: Truth, truthers, because they can't spell fuckwit. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> the... The like the Twin Towers had a a metal a core base, so yes. yeah, the jet fuel melted it. And you're right; mm. they said if it if it had have hit, I think the Empire State Building, yeah. it wouldn't have tumbled like that because the concrete would have held in. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't have bent. But because um, then. There was a type, like a light plane has hit the Empire State Building, and just, yeah, that's right. Like too. obviously, it's not a jet fighter, but it didn't do the damage that. Or it's just a
0: regular passenger jet, but the amount of fuel
1: in a big passenger jet is the thing. That or sort it's of more that it. this these jets were like the ones that crashed in. They just started the flight, like a first flight of the day, so mm. they're they're stocked. Completely they were flying full to L.A. or yeah, Boston, yeah. which is so. It's a lot high, and that burns at quite a high. Yeah, it I mean, does. And, yeah,
0: no, it, it burns at a really high temperature, and. Uh, and it's obviously incredibly um flammable um as petrol kinda of has to be. But yeah. but Av Avgas and, and Jet I think it's Avjet or whatever. Um yeah, is really, really burns at a high temperature.
1: So put it this way, all this is in my head. And I I recently had to go see a lawyer. It was a good yeah. visit to a lawyer. It wasn't like oh f- oh I'm in trouble, Lester's used my credit card again. <laughs> no, it was um it was I had to go visit him and the lawyer I had the street address. Yeah. And so I went there. It was up the swanky end of Sydney town up near... I think it's O'Connell Street around that area.
0: Oh, yeah, up near the quay. Like Put it in
1: perspective, the Prime Minister's office is in the same building that I had to visit. Yeah, or right. Or it's in one of them. Um, it's, near, near, it's near where um, Abbott's got a Sydney office. It's around that area. Yeah, yeah, right. Um so I get there and I get into the lobby and there's a concierge and I go, "Hello, concierge. Hello, how are you?" I go, "I see my lawyer. Oh, that's." I had a little bit of chit chat. Yeah. And I said, "Do you know what floor?" And I won't say the law firm's name. Let's just call it the firm. Fantail.
0: <laughs> Fantail. Hang on.
1: Fantail. Fantale and Morrison. We'll yeah. call them Fantale and Morrison. Yeah, okay. Um, I think if, you, if, if you're, you're a a, if you in the legal form, you can kind of guess which firm it is. It, or,
0: or if you're a cryptic crossword fan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, it's not that far off. But anyway, it's irrelevant. Like, I mean, they're a law firm. They're, I do yeah. some business with them. It's yeah. all cool. Yeah. Um, so I get there and I go, what floor are Fantale and Morrison? She goes, oh, they're on the 44th floor. And I'm like, oh, that, the what?
0: The 44th floor.
1: 44th floor. Right. Now, I'm just like, at this point, I'm like, i got to meet this guy at 9 o'clock. So, hang
0: on. You just said 16th floor would be enough for you to start feeling a bit woozy. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Right. Now,
1: now, long-term listeners know that I've had – in in my trip to America, we had some issues. Um, my last solo <laughs> show dealt with that as well. Yeah. We had some issues. Um, so, I'm like, oh, fuck. What am I going to do? I'm like, I can't call this guy because I, I didn't have his direct number. I just had the off- – and I'm like – You can't really call and say, can they come? And I said to the concierge, I don't... And she said, no, you've got to go up. I'm like, I don't want to go up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, now, big buildings like this, they don't have just one lift shaft that all stops. No. They had an express lift for the 44th floor. So I get there, and I get... And I was alone in that lift. And I'm like, that's probably a good thing.
0: Probably for the best. And
1: I'm like, in my head, I was just like... The elevator cable snaps, I'm fucking dead. The plane snaps, I'm fucking dead. I'm just... I'm thinking, I'm going to die today. So I get in the lift and I position myself in the corner, back to the wall, sort of... I don't know why, but I I sort of cover my eyes and I'm just like, okay, breathe, breathe. You know, this is a newish building, you know. Contractors aren't too... It'll it'll be fine. I'm like... And then I just like... It started going up and up and I'm like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And I apologize for the... But This is, I swear, saying fuck summarizes and comforts me. And I'm just like, oh... And I I finally... My ears popped. That's how high the elevator yeah, went up. Yeah, yeah. And I get out there and. Fantale Morrison has a spectacular office. Yeah. I get out of the lift bank, I can I see right I could see right out to the heads. Yeah. I could see they had a staircase, a marble Sydney a, Sydney a marble staircase. Had a marble staircase. Yeah, a marble staircase in a building. and then I look around. I'm
0: not sure I can I can go with that. A marble staircase in a law firm. That's a bit fucking much, isn't it? Anyway, sorry, I'll keep do, going. Yeah,
1: that, that that's a whole another episode. Yeah, yeah. And I I could see the opera house, but I didn't Now, I get out of the lift and I looked really suspicious. The receptionist's like, can I help you? And I'm like, I'm here to see so-and-so. I've got a package. Would you mind to come and sign in? I go, you couldn't come to me. She's like, what? I go, I'm really afraid of heights. And she looked at me like, oh. And I'm, I'm like, just call him, please. My name's Mark Williamson. I have an appointment. So what felt like an eternity, he came. And thankfully, my lawyer's pretty understanding. He's like, hey, go? Go, can we get coffee? And he's like, I'll come to the lunchroom. No, no, downstairs. My shout, my and he's and then I said, like, I'm afraid of heights. And he just laughed and yeah, he's yeah. like, I'm billing you extra for this. <laughs> and so we went down, we had the meeting, and thankfully yeah. I didn't have like I did have to sign some paperwork. He just said I'll send it to you. It was good. But I was yeah. like it was terrifying. Like it was genuinely terrifying.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I can imagine if you if you're afraid of heights, then being on the forty fourth floor and and in the presence of lawyers would be fucking truly yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's was,
1: it was a double double whammy. whammy. It was like, you know, I mean, <laughs> next week, you know, I'll have to confront my fear of giant bills. Yeah. <laughs> And <laughs> I get the bill. For you have to climb legal. up on top of that fucking bill
0: just to just to see how much it costs. It was, but it was like I just thought because I was. Did looking. he actually say he's going to bill you for it to go down to the for a coffee? Did he actually no. say that? No, no, it yes. wasn't. It wasn't. It, was, it wouldn't surprise me. Oh, yeah. neither. I mean, they,
1: <laughs> for those who've never dealt with a lawyer, they bill in ten minute increments. I
0: thought it was six,
1: six, no, six, six
0: minute. Um, I've heard. Well, I've heard in accounting firms as well.
1: I think they've. Ch- it's, there's either or oh, It's six or ten. It's six yeah, or yeah, ten. Yeah, I think yeah. ten is more, but yeah, it's like it's a. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, this wasn't this. This actually wasn't an issue about billing. It was something. It was. It was. It wasn't actually a legal issue. I should say. It was just we're arranging a corporate gig through them for something. It wasn't. Oh right. Yeah, it wasn't actually like I was billing him to be honest. <laughs> so it's like the longer the coffee, the better. You know. They're not going to do the gig up there, are they? Oh. I'm not doing the gig up there Let's just say that um, Any comics who want a corporate on a 44th floor Yeah, yeah out, no, I'll take, that off. I'll, I'll of take that.
0: that off your hands That's fine
1: Oh man, I didn't even think of that um, Yeah, I, I need to ask him some questions Anyway <laughs> But yeah, it was just ch- But the rest of the day like I, was, like I don't find myself at that end of the city f- much Yeah, like, yeah I'm, if I go to the city, generally around the town hall area, we've met up a few times yeah, around there. Yeah. But yeah, that area of the city is pretty swanky. It is. and
0: it is. It's got lots of... Uh, all the, it's, the, it's the legal end of town, really. It's and I even other. dressed
1: up. Like, I had... I didn't have, like, a suit on, because I'm like, I don't need a suit. But yeah. I, you know, I, I wore my black cons, not my Nike hairs. <laughs> Um So, you're sort of half-dressed up. Yeah, I was yeah. dressed up. So, I, I I had my hat on. I I looked respect... I looked like, okay, I'm not too out of place in yeah, this place. Yeah, like, yeah. I didn't, but because I, I used to, and I've got a joke about it, but it's sort of half true. I went, because you got a lot of downtime in comedy, a lot of downtime. Yeah. And I used to work in recruitment. So what I do sometimes if I'm bored, and sometimes you get disheartened. I'll apply for jobs that I have no interest in taking. Yeah, just so I can go for the interviews. Yeah, and yeah, what do you just, do in the interviews? Do you fuck no, around? Just, or well, you it's improvising. You play yeah, some yeah. games. You know, like you, you yeah. like, Have you ever done a job? I throw some throw some interview questions at me.
0: Oh, okay. Um. So, okay, I can just do the do the classic starter. So, um, what makes you want to work here at um at uh, Fantail Morrison?
1: Oh, it's the views. Definitely the views. (laughs) I mean, I've always wanted to work on the 44th floor. And I thought to myself, whoa. Actually, I can answer. They have a staircase. Because I asked him, I said, why do you guys have a staircase in the building? And he said, when you get to the 40th floor... It's quicker and more efficient to go up a staircase because they were on two floors. Yeah, the staircase, and just use the elevator up and down. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. there is logic to that. Yeah, for but sure. I'm yeah. like, I just thought because I thought to myself, I was no way to go up the staircase because you'd be like, I'm on a staircase on it's, it's I would have been at the forty fifth floor. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't yeah. getting any higher. Than is that, that
0: was that actually the top floor
1: that they were? That no, was no, another. It I think. Hard, it, I think. I didn't really look, but I yeah. know that I think it's I think it's about the fiftieth. Like there's 50. I got an elevator story for you. One time I was
0: uh, working in a, a call center actually, and it was in um, in a building also in the, in the Sydney CBD. And uh, and one day we got in. I was in the elevator coming back from uh, lunch with a mate, and um, there were two other people in there I didn't know. And all of a sudden, the elevator just dropped. Like oh. it just, it, you just felt your weight sort of going up as the thing just sort of sort of disappeared underneath you. It was going down quite rapidly and then it sort of obviously caught itself and sort of slowed down and we sort of all were sort of standing there a bit shaky. And I um I actually uh as you, as, as as I think would be a reasonably common response, me and my mate kind of nervously laughed. It was like oh, you know, we're okay, you know. And the woman in the elevator that was with us. She goes, It's not funny <laughs> And, and I, was, do, I was like, yeah, I'm dealing with it my own way. It was so, like, I had to go she's with dealing with her way.
1: You know, by, by being a dick. Like, yeah. I, like I should, I think I've probably mentioned it before, but I will for anyone who hasn't, new yeah. listeners. When I went to America, I went on a ride called the Tower of Terror. Oh, it's yeah. a horrific elevator ride. Google it, look it up. You can watch it on YouTube. It's fucking horrific. Anyone with a fear of heights should not do it. It traumatized me so much that we went to New York after that, yeah. and I went up 30 Rock. Yeah um, Tina Fey wasn't there I was disappointed But anyway So we get in the And 30 Rock is 65 stories Yeah So we're in the elevator And we get in And there's a whole group Because they take them up in bunches There's about 12 of us in there Yeah And when you step into the elevator The door's shut It goes black And the top of the elevator Is a television screen
0: Why are you on this ride If you're afraid of heights? No
1: no this is, well you just...
0: You're facing your fear again. Yeah,
1: you know, I, I like to occasionally do something for my act where I put myself <laughs> in situations yeah. that terrify me. But anyway, as soon as the door and the lights went off and we went up, yeah. I just said, Oh, fuck, it's happening again! <laughs> and everyone just burst out <laughs> laughing. And, it was like, and I was uh, just like, oh, I'm going to die. Did you
0: ever go to um, Australia's Wonderland when it was no. still open and they had the space probe? Did you ever... No. well, you talk about things I'm afraid of. It was out in Penrith, so I don't really... <laughs> <laughs> I've been there yeah. once... Yeah, yeah. I went. Uh, I went out there with my little sister once, actually. In my, um, in my in my younger days, in my twenties. Yeah, I got a little sister. Don't tell and, Lester. Yeah, yeah, she's on the other side of the country. It's fine. She's in Perth. Still, don't tell Lester. <laughs> no now I've I'm narrowed sure it down. Got... Now I've narrowed it down. I'm okay. sure he's
1: got some sort of frequent flyer scam that could get into <laughs> Perth.
0: Um, so one day she was really keen to go to Wonderland, and uh, and and so we we both went along. And um, the first thing we did, she said because we were keen to sort of get on some good rides. Before. What age
1: were you guys at this? I was
0: I was probably uh, 21 or 22 or something
1: I think. And how what would her age be? She's a
0: she's a year and a half younger than me. Okay, so, so
1: you're in the Okay, so it's not like 8 and 10. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, no, yeah. I just need to know.
0: Yeah, right. And so and so what we're doing, we get to the park like pretty much, you know, 5 minutes after it opens in the morning, and we we decide our plan is we're going to go on all the good rides straight away before there's any crowds build up, so we're not waiting in lines all day, right? So the first thing we did was go to the to probably one of the most popular ones there at the time which was the space probe. The similar what? to the space probe. So it's similar to the <laughs> sim- similar to the one that uh, you're describing. It's one of those ones where they take you up and then drop you. And
1: so she I would pro- go in an any ride called a probe.
0: Yeah. I just feel like you're going to do what? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fine. <laughs> uh, so, so so the uh, the space probe is one of those elevator drop ones and um, She's explaining it to me because she's been on it before. I've never been on it. She's explaining to me that they take you up and when you get to the top of the space probe there's this like video that plays and it does this so there's a play acting about, you know, a disaster in space and and then and then a countdown will start. But in order to shock you, the countdown yeah. won't get to the end. It It'll, drops at like four or It three drops at four, or... sometimes it drops at seven, sometimes it yeah. drops at two or whatever. And so um, I'm thinking, okay. Great, like she's clued me in, and it won't be too much of a shock. We go up to, first, very first time the ride has actually operated that day. We get in the seats, it takes us up to the top, and there's a television screen in front of me. I'm thinking, okay, great, I'm ready to watch this, uh, watch this fake countdown, and just be prepared. As soon as I see the number ten, I'll just be prepared to go. Um, I'm sitting there for about I don't know a few seconds, looking, waiting for the screens to come on, and then the fucking thing drops. Like it was the first ride of the day, so they hadn't had everything set up yet. We didn't have any screens like actually counting us down, so I basically, uh, you know, it was shocking my life. We just dropped out of the sky, and then we got down to the bottom, and um, and Emma, my sister, and I we were just sort of, we we're just out on the, the the grass area, like as you exit the ride, and my my knees were basically buckling. I could barely wow, because kind of, so much adrenaline. It was like it was a really good ride though. Like I really, See, I've, I've it.
1: heard that the, 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 there's a ride like that on the Gold Coast where. They usually do it, they either do it at three, like they do the ten, nine, 8, they drop it at three, yeah. or they do, and I think this would be the cruel thing, they complete the countdown and they go one, 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 <laughs> one, yeah, yeah, one, yeah. and you think, oh, fuck, it's... <laughs> <laughs> Whoever invents these rides are just assholes, aren't
0: they? Yeah, well, they're trying to give you the thrill, and that's what you're paying for, really, isn't it? And there's, yeah, yeah the, the, the the adrenaline and the scare is is exactly why people enjoy those rides. It's, it's sort of like um, watching horror movies. Do you watch horror movies at all? Do you like horror movies? No, I'm, I've never been a fan of them myself. I but... used
1: to watch when I was a teenager horror films that were pretty much nude women getting yeah. There was a there was yeah. a genre where. That was like I remember it's like oh it's Halloween let's go to this haunted house where all these murders, and yeah. have a sex party, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, and the first girl to 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 have sex is the first girl to get murdered and all that sort of stuff yeah, yeah.
1: like you know let's do it in the coffin, yeah yeah, and she's on top, and a steak goes through her Ah!
0: yeah, but um. But I, as I said, I've not really been a huge kind of fan of, of horrors over the years. I've seen the odd sort of zombie film that I thought was pretty good. But, but, but the, the thing is about that genre is that it's, it's, that's what it's tapping into. It's tapping into audiences' kind of um, shock and adrenal kind of responses to things. And that's why people enjoy them because they, they get scared. They get Did out you out see of Wolf zone. Creek? No, I haven't seen it.
1: I remember fr- former guest, friend of the show, Dave Jury. He was on, I think, episode twenty in the twenties. Go back and listen. It was him and Daniel Towns. He's a great man, great comic. I remember he's a movie buff, like a massive yeah, movie buff. Yeah. Like he, he's he knows movies. And I remember about the time we were at a comedy night. It was an open mic night. Paddy McGuire's in the city, and he'd just seen Wolf Creek, and he's yeah. everyone's there, and he's like, I just saw Wolf Creek, guys. He goes, yeah. oh. and everyone's like, what do you think? He goes, it was horrific. Don't see it. Don't. And he goes. Normally, I would say if a scary movie, I'd say go see it just yeah. to be scared. He yeah. goes, "This is just brutality and horror." Yeah, and like the look on his, like he was just being genuine. Like, do not see this movie. Yeah, yeah. And that's from someone like an experienced movie guy. So I haven't seen it.
0: Yeah, no, I haven't seen it either. And I don't, as I say, I mean, I'm not a massive fan of horror. I don't, I don't need to be scared in that way. As I'm anxious enough as it is. But the the thing about. Um did you see it when Wolf Creek 2 came out and this is this is in the last days of that ABC great ABC show at the movies with David and Margaret. Oh yeah. And they basically just refused to review it. They just said we don't need to review it. That's Wow. Cuz
1: I remember I one of my one of my former roles in writing for a TV show, I met John Jarrett. Yeah. And whatever it was, it was before Wolf Creek 2, it was he made another hot Australian horror movie. Yeah. And he'd raise the funds himself. It was it got nothing. Like he was on the show to promote it, Mm. and he was backstage in the green room. And he sort of, I was low level at this show. Like I was a step above the caterers. (laughs) Not that like there is a hierarchy in TV. Like everyone treated me with respect. We all had fun. But if a guest on the show would not be interested, oh, there was some of them. But I mean, he was going around inviting everyone, everyone to the premiere of this new movie because he goes because a famous actually I, I, I yeah. A f- one of our f- more famous guests on the show was yeah. a guest on the show, and he's schmoozing to him. Oh, come to the show! Come to the show! Yeah. And then he shook my hand. He goes, "Oh mate, you come to the premiere? Come to the premiere? It's next week in Melbourne." And I'm like, "Oh mate, I'll truck. He goes, "I'll oh, come, mate. It'll be worth it. The movie's great." And he's selling the. And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. You're, really- you're not, you're not thrilling me with confidence that you want <laughs> you're desperate a some guy, you just casual, casual to to- writer yeah. on a pretty prominent, uh, popular TV show to be a guest. At. Like I'm." I can walk a red carpet, but I'm not yeah. going to draw, you know, other than, you know, like, you know.
0: Maybe you should have, like, said if you could, like, get some air, uh, um, t- you know, flight tickets out of him or something. Hmm. No <laughs> I think he probably No How desperate was no, he No I reckon
1: get? he probably Would have organised Like he would have driven us Down in a combi van But do you really think I want to drive yeah. From Melbourne to Sydney Past Belangolo Forest With a guy starting Wolf Creek
0: No I don't think so That could be a good out.
1: Tourism attraction Like you could just get oh, get,
0: the... get actors from Wolf Creek To drive you around the outback yeah. <laughs> ah! that, well,
1: could, Maybe we could start yeah, A horror just, tour Just
0: like look over, the, over, the, the, over Ivan, the steering wheel And just like We oh. could start
1: The Ivan Milat mystery tour Come on, oh, Come out to the Malat Mystery Tour. Oh, God. Oh, People you're...
0: would do that too. Oh,
1: fuck you. It'd be successful. No, I don't think I be Lester Diamond, he's creepy. He can be the driver. <laughs> we can just. This could be the comedy on Edge Presents, the Ivan Malat Look, Mystery we didn't, Tour. We,
0: we don't want to provide Lester with the means or the opportunity but to, wouldn't it be like, to behave like that. You
1: could do like one of those things that leaves from Sydney, you get in a van, yeah. you have a character actor, you drive out to Belanglo. Yeah, this is where I killed so-and-so. Yeah, this yeah. is where. And this is where I kill you. Ah, and everyone goes surprise, and then there's a barbecue out there. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be a rack of ribs, you know. It'd be. <laughs> I think it'd be a gr- I think this would be an action. I think this would be successful. They, well, they
0: do that. They do that kind of thing, don't they? They have um, parties. They have
1: theme parties about murder mysteries, don't they? Have you ever done that? Yeah. Oh no, I haven't. But I've heard. I've seen it on the Simpsons and any other TV show.
0: Yeah, I think it's probably bigger in America than it is here, obviously. But but it's an interesting idea. You just have a, an evening of like role play, effectively. Where you try and figure out what. Uh, yeah, you know, who who the killer is in a in a murder mystery?
1: I just like actually. Idea. Now that
0: I said it out loud, it sounds pretty fucking nerdy. No, nah, it sounds uh... a bit. It's like, uh, <laughs> oh, nice camembert. Because yeah. I mean, a
1: board game night's fun because you can play board games. Yeah. But this would be just like. Uh... Yeah, no. Nah, it's. And I mean, if you're the guy who's the murderer, it's just going to be not fun. I at all. think
0: you'd have to be into. You'd have to be into to to that performative aspect. You'd you have what, to. You'd have to enjoy improv and shit like if that. Any,
1: if ever I end up in something like Guantanamo Bay or yeah. something where I need to be tortured, that's
0: going to happen soon. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Well, it, it's inevitable. Yeah. Um, have that game that bought that theme night and just stuff it with. First year improvisers, and yeah. Yeah, that's my definition of hell. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. look. Yeah, 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 I am Professor Plum. <laughs> I have a corn <laughs> cob pipe. I couldn't possibly be the murderer Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I... <laughs> what is that? You want me to suddenly have a French accent? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. maybe I've got some issues with it, improv. I
0: think you might. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm not, improv I, I when it's
1: good is good, but when it's not, it's, it's... Well, it's. like comedy. Comedy is great, but Jesus can be when you see someone, then you can see some shit. It's any like anything.
0: It is. It I don't is. Imagine... But I, I agree that uh, both, actually, both. I, I would say both comedy and improv are on the same boat with this. It, the 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 difference between a good and a bad is particularly stark. Like it's. You know, a bad comedy is... Like, you can watch somebody do a, a bad performance in a play and you can sit there watching them and think, God, this isn't very good. But at least you're not actually physically having a reaction to it. If you watch somebody if you watch somebody on stage doing a comedy bit and they're dying, like, everyone in that room is dying a little. It's true. They, everyone's everyone's nah, kind of shrinking. I, I think
1: I'm immune. I've seen so much comedy. Like, I've probably seen at least a thousand shows. Yeah. At least. Um... Bad... Like, when someone's really dying, yeah. it's... I got shied and fraud. Like, I'm like, I enjoy it. You're enjoying it. <laughs> what offends me is when people... Like, I get offended when someone's up there doing someone else's gear. That just, like... I see Red doing that. Like, if I see... Oh, you, it's stealing jokes. Yeah I, yeah. I hate it when I get... um. That's... that's me. But, I mean, the whole thing is just, like... You could almost you know how like people do those bingo cards? Like yeah. you could do a bingo card for open mic comedy and also for improv. It's like yeah. okay, improv.
0: masturbation joke are you, are, gay marriage joke.
1: Are you gonna see Ted too?
0: Yeah, I will see it, yeah. There's yeah. a
1: really funny scene at an improv club there that I was crying with love. Yeah, right. It's, uh, do you want me to spoil it? Or?
0: No, I'm going to watch it.
1: It's real. Like I don't
0: think we should spoil it for anybody who uh, hasn't. Uh, it's
1: really funny and it's really inappropriate, but yeah, it's <laughs> it's just so funny. Yeah, yeah. But it's a case of like I think like at an impro night, it's like we will do an accent. Like the accent. I don't think I've, I've been to a lot of improv. I've, I don't think I've ever been to one where someone doesn't try an accent. Yeah, and right. then when they do those funny faces, like ah, oh, that's oh, yeah, yeah, oh, jazz jazz hands makes jazz hands makes probably more appearances at an improv night than at an actual jazz concert. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see, you know.
0: I didn't think they do jazz hands at jazz concerts.
1: Oh, is it? Da- well, why is it called jazz hands?
0: Because I don't know. I think it's they like jazz.
1: Isn't jazz like do 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 do?
0: Yeah, doo, yeah. Doo. But isn't I jazz mean, hands like open palms shaking your fingers? Yeah, it's not like, uh, Sparkle fingers, that sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Sparkle fingers. Yeah, I don't know. Wasn't that
1: I- a My Little Pony? <laughs> had rejected My Little Pony. Hey, sparkle fingers. Hey, sparkle
0: fingers. Don't touch me there. Yeah, that sort of thing. I don't know. Sparkle uh,
1: fingers and sugar tits. I Mel Gibson's favorite.
0: Somehow, I think. Somehow, I think jazz hands might have been a term that kind of came up because of dancing, or uh, or uh, or what do they what do they do? The Americans do the cheerleading shit where they uh, do this. I, 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 I think
1: I, it came from like you know like like if you, the start of Family Guy. that sort of dancing. The top, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Jazz hands, jazz hands, jazz hands,
0: jazz. Yeah. I mean, technically, like anybody actually playing jazz couldn't really do. Yeah, no. If you oh, hang on, no, maybe it is the singers in jazz at the end where they go yeah. At the end, or something like that, and they shake, like, the, and
1: they shake their hand at the
0: and then end, and they yeah. just
1: sort of corrupted it. And then someone in improv thought, "Jazz hands, jazz hands."
0: Yeah, so there yeah, you go. Yeah. So improv. I think jazz. I think we've just solved the mystery. Yeah. Don't look it up, now, anybody. I don't want to be proven wrong.
1: Now, how do we eradicate it?
0: <laughs> jazz or jazz hands?
1: No, I, I don't mind jazz. I
0: don't mind jazz either. I think I, if, but I, like like other like we were talking about before, comedy bad jazz is bad. Like when you when you listen to something that's not very good, in that it's just fucking hard to listen to but, but that's the
1: same as anything i mean you know
0: i know but i still stand by the point that there are some like performance type things like some types of music even some types of uh performance art where bad versus good is so stark like you just you can just it's just hard to watch hard to listen to i know you're saying you enjoy watching somebody die in comedy but i don't like some, if somebody's doing that on stage I, I am I am empathy I have an empathy gene or something that just makes me go inside like shrink up and feel fucking so bad for. Him. I used funny. to have
1: that. You a couple more. You years You reckon it'll years, wear off? Look, yeah. Like there's.
0: I tell you what, son. When you've been around this business for ten <laughs> years, right, yeah, yeah. it is
1: true because like there is some... like there's. I like when we talk about the mic, the bingo cards for open yeah. mic comedy, and if you're ever in an open mic name, take note. I can guarantee you, if there's a first, if there's more than two first-time comics, someone will make the analogy between com- um, your first-time comedy being like your first time with sex. Um, oh, really? Be, oh, I've heard that a million variations of that. Um, Have you ever heard a good one? Yes. Dave Jury, who I referenced before, has yeah. the best joke. He's like, this is my first time doing comedy. Um, it's like the first time having sex. He's hoping I don't panic and strangle you too. <laughs> Yep, that's the (laughs) bet. You cannot top that. If you're listening to this thinking, I want to get into comedy, do not write a joke comparing your first time, time your first day sex. You will not top that joke and you'll get a groan from me.
0: Yep, everyone's going through their little comedy textbook. The The other
1: other one is um, if there's, and there will be inevitably five or six 20 something open mic male comedians. Yep at least three to four of them will have jokes about wanking
0: yes they will yeah. or their cock I've got a few jokes about wanking yeah
1: I I've, I've, i don't yeah. I I think my first set I did have a joke about wanking no yeah. it wasn't it was about my cock but I've lost it because I just lost interest in it yeah yeah Um, and you've yeah. lost interest in your cock <laughs> no jokes yeah <laughs> Well, yes, you know. Oh,
0: I can see how that might happen. Well, you know, when you get to... My, oh, the groupies took it out of That's me. That's right. No. No, I've, but got yeah. a, I've got a couple of, of jokes about wanking, and it's quite funny after a show, anybody that you know who come along, um, the most common bit of feedback I'll get, particularly from friends of mine, uh, female friends of mine who've seen the show, is they'll come up and they'll say, um, oh, did you have to say that? You made me picture it. <laughs> like I didn't want to think about it. And I'm like, well... See, yeah, the thing I
1: always do, like, and this is like... I." J- I don't like shaking hands with comedians. I like the fist bump because... And people say, why? And it's like...
0: They talk about wanking a you, lot. <laughs> a lot. And we have a lot
1: of downtime. So I know they actually wank a yeah. lot. So I'm like, I don't, you know... Yeah, yeah. I don't know that you wash your hands. I don't really want your, your, your swimmers on my hands. Yeah. Oh, I'm a ger- I am a germaphobe. Yeah, yeah. That but is, yeah you are a germaphobe.
0: You got more well, there was phobias actually, than...
1: A, I was at a gig once... you got more
0: phobias than a medical textbook, man. I
1: do. But I was at a gig once, and there was a comic there, and he was a nice guy. No, mm. I won't name him, because I he's a nice guy. Um, and I don't know... I can't remember why, but he pretty much... Part of his act involves stripping down, cupping his balls with his hands. Right. And after the show, straight after the show... He in, went in, to shake my hand. I'm like, no. Nah. He goes, oh, "Come on, man." I go, "You fucking cupped your balls," and he just couldn't understand. Straight,
0: straight into the peanuts. Yeah, like there was. He, the he had
1: not been. He literally came straight off stage, put his clothes on, went to shake my hand, and yeah, right. I mean, I didn't shake the hand. I did the fit. I Jesus, I scrubbed my hands, antibacterial, <laughs> like fucking, yeah.
0: Oh man, that's funny. Yeah. Can you imagine? No. So he cups his balls on stage. That's part of his act. No, Space it was, I it was
1: like and when I say that, it was. It was it, it. He was funny. He's a very funny comedian. Yeah. And there, it was it was right. Like we, it was a good night. Everyone did well. There was nothing, but just the fact no, I yeah, flinch. I'm yeah. like, I don't want to shake your hands, knowing that you've touched your balls. I know. Same reason. It, I
0: actually I actually do from time to time get a bit kind of germophobic, um, particularly in offices and stuff that I've worked in, with the whole hand washing thing. You know, you, after after a little while in an, in an office, I can't help it. If I'm in the loo and somebody else is in there. I'm starting to take mental notes of people who just walk straight out and don't wash their hands, and it's a surprisingly large number of men who do that. I just, it's, it's I once watched a guy um, walk in. I was like at the urinal in, in a toilet in the office I was working in. A guy walked in with a with a memo in one hand, reading it, and then unzipping and having a leak with the other, and and then just walked straight out, like you know, tucked himself away, zipped back up, walked straight back out the door with the memo. And then um, I read but,
1: straight to HR
0: and then five minutes later um, you yeah, my boss says oh we've got to go to this meeting with this person and I was like okay and then we turn up to the meeting and it's him and he goes to shake my hand I was like you yeah. I was like it was like an episode of sign for it was, I was like yeah I, pop- I, I, yeah I just couldn't I couldn't do it I was like ah oh, yeah my uh, oh
1: sorry no I just got a bit of a cold so, you know. see I haven't worked I haven't worked in an office in a long time but when no. I did I always used to have alcohol foam like a foam on my hand like spray so oh, one of those antibacterial yeah. sort of dry which is great yeah it's great because it washes your hands kills disinfection there's only one big downside to it yeah if you've ever got a paper cut it is like fucking torture.
0: Yeah. It's yeah, it would, stra- sting, it would sting like hell. Yeah, yeah. Like
1: there's many a time you'll hear me screaming in an office. It's because I put <laughs> the alcohol sanitizer yeah, that's right. into you just, my.
0: You're just, you're just cauterizing your wounds with alcohol. It's like, but it's worth it. It's worth it's it. Worth the pain it. is worth it. Feel the burn. <laughs> no. Feel the burn.
1: <laughs> But it was oh, painful. There you go. So, if anyone wants, you should hire me to come into your office. You know, I could just oh. come around no. And
0: guys, wash your hands. I know. Yeah, I sound, it's a bit I, disgusting. It's a fucking hell. There seriously. used to be an old
1: saying. I heard this joke, and I don't really understand it. Maybe you might be able to know. Yeah. Someone said, "What's the difference between TAFE and universities?" What? At universities, they teach you to wash your hands after going to the toilet. Yes. At TAFE, they teach you not to piss on your hands. Ah, yeah, so yeah. I think it's the practical versus theory route. Uh, It's quite, quite clever.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not exactly true, though, is it? It's, uh, yeah. I, I think I heard a different version of that joke once. Was, uh, was oh, maybe a,
1: it's a saying, maybe not. It so right. it was a it was
0: a cricketer, I think, was overseas and. Um, He's uh, it might have been Booney or something. <laughs>
1: Booney doesn't talk. I doubt it. <laughs> well, I don't know. Who, Did he grunt? I don't know. Who,
0: I don't know who it was. It was a like. It was I'm a, from it Tasmania. Was a, people like to make a, Booney jokes. <laughs> it was an English versus Australian kind of uh, joke, and it was Australian and Englishmen were in the toilet together, cricketers, and um, look, this joke's going to be terrible because I can't remember their it's names. Okay. But basically, the English guy like watches the Australian guy take a piss and then just walk out, and he says. You know, in England, we learn that it's proper to wash your hands after you go to the toilet. And then Australian goes, well, in Australia, we learn not to piss on our hands. That's quite clever. That's quite yeah.
1: clever. It, oh, I, I had a joke, but I've lost it. No. It's <laughs> not actually, it's it's a very crass joke. Do you mind yeah. a crass joke? I don't mind a crass joke. And it's maybe slightly racist.
0: No, um, well, don't be racist. You know, it's maybe.
1: like an Italian and a Frenchman and an Aussie are in a pub having a beer. Yeah. And the Italian goes, when I make... No, I, I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll, improv. We'll do the quick, French. We will do the French person. Yeah. When, when I wake, make love to my wife. I get her one foot off the bed in ecstasy. <laughs> the Italian goes, "When I make a love with my wife," she goes, two foot off the bed in ecstasy." Yeah. And the Aussie goes, "That's nothing, mate." After I do me, missus, I wipe me cock on the curtains, and she hits the fucking roof. <laughs> <laughs> Is racist? Oh, I think the vo- I think maybe I'm hypersensitive. I think any time you attempt a voice of another nationality, maybe Italy Italian, like if I'd have done an Indian voice, yeah, yeah, and the head wobble, that'd be, it. or if I did, you know, Chinese, yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's, yeah, I, I think see, there is an element.
0: I think you, I think you're right to be cautious in this day and age, but I don't think, uh, I don't think an Indian accent is particularly racist. It depends what the subject matter of the joke is. Yeah, I mean, but we could, but yeah. we could go on about the theory of that for ages, and then get. Tweeted the shit out of. So, but
1: you mentioned Booney before. Yeah. Um, have yeah. I ever told you my story when I met the the man? I'm no. not calling him great because I, this, he, this, he's
0: yeah, he he's a Taswegian. Yeah,
1: he's Tasmanian. He's him and Ricky Ponting. You know, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, that's they're our exports. They are. Um, but Booney, I was I was running late to uni one day, and I got off the bus, and I got off. The, I ran around the corner, and I crashed into this guy, yeah. and like. He, I spilled his paper. And I'm Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I thought you were going to
0: say I spilled his beer. I, mean, I, just, I just imagine him walking around with a beer all the time. It's, it's, <laughs> as if he'd spilled that. He would fucking, right. I wouldn't be here telling you the That's story right. if I knocked over Booney's beer. Exactly. But
1: he sort of I Oh, sorry, man. And it was Booney. And he literally is like, I'm 6'2". I'm he would have been about probably five and a half foot just walk, he walks with his arms out like you know bodybuilders cuz he's just sort of wearing he grunts yeah, yeah, yeah. and i like, uh, sorry man can i uh, uh, uh. like literally that's it and that's what <laughs> like that's all that was my conversation i went off to uni i made I went to the class what thought, what,
0: a, what a day what a day for you <laughs>
1: no it was just like i'm like I, like, part of me was just saying, look, I did the wrong thing. I crashed you, I apologise. Yeah. You at least fucking say something. Yeah, yeah. Like, you rude prick. I'm sorry. I know I'll probably be disowned from Tasmania for throwing caution. But David Boone, like, the fact that they have a talking boonie. The guy grunts. It sh- that should have been, like, I've got a talking boonie here somewhere in the house. And yeah. he goes, where's me beer? Does it? Nachos are nice. Does it? Go. Yeah, it literally says that. Like, it used to be the program, it was said you press a button, we had a talking Booney and a talking both of them. Yeah But if it was an accurate presentation of the man. That's who was in the joke, Booney and Botham, the toilet joke. Anyway, yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Boonie, yeah. And it would have been like, it would have been you press it and it would have been like, uh, press it again. <laughs> uh. Uh, uh, uh. That's all Booney says. He's a yeah, grunter. Yeah, yeah. They should call him David Grunter Boone. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Booney, where's my apology? You yeah, come on, Booney. Mustache prick. Yeah. yeah, I'm just disowning my Taz Weech. And, yeah, yeah, Ponting. Like yeah, I, I do remember one night seeing Ricky Ponting at a nightclub, and it was pretty embarrassing for the guy because, like, he was, they made him line up. Like, he didn't just get walk in. Yeah. So he's at the line, and, like, everyone's going, ah. Like, Ricky Ponting's nickname in Tasmania, do you yeah. know what it is? Um, It's no. pretty, it's pretty I shouldn't I feel bad for repeating I didn't nickname it It's not my nickname People call him this Cockburn No, worse than that Dumpy shit Mong Mong? They call him Mong Oh my god Someone's like, hey Mong And it was like, the poor bastard He just wants to go out yeah. I
0: think I, I actually basically call him a Mong As in they call him a Mongoloid Mongoloid Yeah, because
1: he There's there's early Ugh. pictures of him Where, yeah there, yeah there, There's reasons But yeah, he's nickname <laughs> is Mong <laughs> There's reasons? <laughs>
0: Oh I didn't God. make the nickname. I just. I,
1: yeah.
0: I can't believe you just said this reasons. So that's funny. Well, this it? not oh like they God. just
1: said, "Oh, what's a, what's a derogatory term we can nickname him?" Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, prick, cockhead, yeah. mong,
0: mong. So that's not? his nickname, Ricky yeah.
1: Mong. Yeah, but then Goodness. this this was around the stage when he got in the trouble with the Carlotta, the dancer. When, remember when he punched out the dro- the, room, oh, the room, yeah, room, yeah. allegedly allegedly he, Well
0: is this is the bourbon and beef steak or whatever Yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah But he's
1: since when like Ricky Ponting like and all young athletes should take a Ponting started out he was a bit of a dick Yeah he couldn't have a problem he on the sauce he was a bit of a dick Yeah he realized I got a problem on the sauce he redeemed himself
0: except that he's even off the sauce he's still a bit of a dick
1: Oh, yeah but he hasn't I, punched I, I never anyone. no he
0: hasn't punched anybody that's that's true I, I meant just in the Personality sense, like at press conferences and stuff, that guy, I don't know, there was something about him, he just rubbed me up the wrong way. I couldn't stand listening to him me. To jealousy, honest. jealousy. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean,
1: you know, mm. Tasmania's had Booney and Ricky Ponting, you're from Canberra, you've had Brad Haddon, you know, it's, it's it all works. Is Brad out. Haddon
0: from Canberra? Yeah. No, right. There you go. There's, yeah. no,
1: there's no statue of him. Speaking
0: of like uh, sporting celebrities and bumping into them at um, at uh, pubs and and that sort of thing, I remember when I was young, younger in Canberra, I went to a nightclub once, and um, and, and it back in the, the heyday of the um, Canberra Raiders, or, or shortly thereafter, um, famous names like uh, Phil Ricky. Smith? Ricky is this is your Phil Smith story. No, it's not. Oh no, no not. not Phil Smart. No, no, that was the one about the autograph in a restaurant. I was a kid. Oh, that's this right. This is this is rugby league. This is uh, this is. Uh, the, the era of Laurie Daly and Bradley Clyde and Ricky Stewart. I remember. I don't know. I didn't even like rugby league. I remember the Canberra Raiders from when I was younger. Um, Mal Meninga as well. All in that same team. And I, I was at this old nightclub in Canberra called the Private Bin. Have you ever heard of the Private Bin in Canberra?
1: No. Uh, no.
0: it was a seedy, seedy fucking. Sounds join. like a, like
1: an undercover gays, not legal. So we have <laughs> our little club. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It was uh, anyway. It was it was what passed for a nightclub in Canberra back in the day. And, you know, we were in this nightclub and uh, and in walks Laurie Daly. Comes and stands in the middle of a group of people that he clearly didn't know. Puts on a bit of a pose, puts his hands on his hips and go, G'day, I'm Laurie Daly. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was the fucking stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> was he drunk? Mate, I think he was just quite used to getting attention when he went out in Canberra. And so and so that's what he did. And he was just, like, welcoming it before he got there. But How many routes picked, he picked did the, he pull that night? He picked a bad crowd because everyone just went... Good on you. And then just went back to theater. So I remember
1: a friend of the show, like, uh, oh, not friend of the show. I wish he'd be on the show. Jim Jeffries. He was in a Melbourne. He'd just broken big in America, but he hadn't yeah. translated over here. Yeah, yeah. And he was drunk at the hi fi club. And I know what happens at the hi fi, but this is funny. What happens at the hi fi stays, stays at the hi fi. But he goes, What's this, guys? He'd walk up to, like, some girls and goes, Jim Jeffries. Yeah. And then he'd walk off and he was smashed. Yeah. And then after he goes, HBO special coming out in January. Yeah. Just walk off, and then he's like, and he'd be like, oh, I've got a boulevard. I've got a a billboard on Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. yeah. And these girls are like, who is this guy? Yeah. Yeah. Then yeah. it worked for him? I was pretty dr- – I don't think so. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to – let's not cast this <laughs> Yeah, let's not. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Well, Ryan, it's, it's – we didn't get to Ryan's random questions, did we? I know. We've been chatting away too. Uh, I know. We've been chatting away quite uh, – The topic comes to ce- – actually, another celebrity I saw, mm. um, Nathan Buckley. Do you know – I
0: have a quick random question for you. Okay. Just the one, though. I don't think we've got time for all I'll, three. I'll
1: trade my Nathan Buckley story later. Okay. So, okay. That's okay.
0: Um. Recently, Alan's Lollies have announced like cutting certain lollies from their um, from their <sighs> lineup. A lot they're of people, made a
1: powerful enemy.
0: A lot of people are up in arms about it. But if you had to choose one to get rid of, which one would it be?
1: Oh, that's tough because there's a lot of lollies I don't like. I don't like I don't like black jelly beans. Um, yeah, I don't like cinnamon jelly beans, but they're not Alan's lollies.
0: No. Um, I don't like black jelly
1: beans either. Actually, I've got to admit. It's, I'm not a fan of the Sherby so I'm not there'll be no tears for me shed over yeah, the Sherbys yeah, yeah. I'm pissed that they're taking away Oddfellow mints like I am fucking livid
0: what's Oddfellow mints?
1: Oddfellows are like they're a giant mint they're like um, do you know those triple X mints? yeah about two of them with, they're really big and you suck them and they sort of dissolve in your mouth Really, they're really good mints yeah right like I've actually got a packet in, no I haven't the 711 down the road from here has yeah. I'm going to buy their stock up just cuz but yeah so Allens yeah. if you want to make amends, bring back the odd fellow mints or yeah. for our live podcast yeah I want a supply of give me some give us some let's talk give us some talk to me and else otherwise Yeah, Yeah. you could end up in the Ray White category of businesses I hate. (laughs) You can make this right, Alan. The Ray White scale. You can make this right. What would you? What would you ban? I'm guessing there's something you don't like.
0: Um, Yeah, I. uh, I I know this probably won't be a popular choice amongst uh, amongst other other people who enjoy Alan's Alloys, but um, I'm pretty sure they make make the banana. They make the banana. You don't like the banana. I don't like the banana. Oh, see, I. I I, I actually, I I I used
1: to love the banana, but.
0: They're so powdery in the sky. I just feel like you're one chewing night at chalk.
1: Uni, one night at uni, um, my mum used to work for Cadbury's and she came. She used to get to reject lollies a lot and yeah. one day she came home with like a kilo bag of those bananas Yeah, and I was watching a wrestling pay-per-view yeah. and I... Did fair damage to that packet <laughs> I, of bananas, hey, when you... and I vomit. Like I, I haven't. It's, it took me years. Like I ate so many of them. I'm like, Oh, the thought of them now makes me sick. Uh, that's I wouldn't ban them. But if
0: you, if you were ever to smell like that distinct banana lolly smell, do you then remember the wrestling that you are watching? I know that sounds like a weird I remember vomiting. I remember. (laughs) It was just an
1: episode of But then there is one lot. Like when I was young, when I was five, we went camping and we got food poisoning bad. Like the whole family had food poisoning. Yeah, yeah. The last thing I remember, I don't remember. I remember eating one just before I vomited and they were sitting on the table and I have never eaten one since. Mm. The smell of them makes me nauseous. Licorice all sorts. I would take Uh, out the licorice all sorts. Yeah,
0: the licorice all sorts, no good. The ones, like I like licorice. But the, those fucking weird cube things with, like, pink yeah, with and white. Pink. Yeah, Yeah, that's... They, they just make... And there's
1: another one. I can't think... They generally come in a packet. You don't see them. They're like some jelly thing. But yeah. they've got, like, almost, like, hundreds and thousands on the top. Like, yeah. Yeah, right. I haven't yeah. seen that. I don't, I don't like that. Look, we could talk lollies all we day. i want to go and buy those last like, packets of odd fellows People are just
0: going to have to tune in to the lolly podcast coming <laughs> out next week. <laughs> Lollipod-
1: <laughs> or come to the live show. Bring lollies. Um, yeah, yeah. Spearmint leaves. I will miss spearmint leaves. Allens, yeah, bring them yeah. back. Yeah. So there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, follow Ryan on Twitter. You can follow him at...
0: Uh, Ryan the Crawford.
1: Tweet him what lollies you like and don't like. You can follow me at O H comedy on edge at comedy on edge um, check for more info check out comedy on edge com that's about it Ryan hit the music